If you have your Bibles this morning, I want to share with you from 1 Peter 4, 7 to 11. I want to talk about back to the basics. Back to the basics in 1 Peter 4, 7 to 11. It says, the end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ, of glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Now, as we come to the scriptures here this morning, I hope you, you, as you read that, that you, you kind of look at that and say, this is basic. Uh, it's a basic of Christianity uh, that we need to be doing here. And I, I kind of laughed as I start reading that passage of scripture because it starts to say, you know, the end of the world. And, uh, you know, with all this COVID and things that are going on right now, like we, people are just losing it as far as I'm concerned. Like, and it's the end of the world. It's over. It's done. And oh, we're all these kinds of things out there. And, and friends, it's not the end of the world. And uh, COVID is not the end. Uh, we will come through COVID and there will be better days ahead. But those days do uh, a service to us because it reminds us that there is an end that is coming. It reminds us that as, as people that we're to turn our hearts to God, that we're to be ready, that whenever Jesus will return, that we will be ready to meet with him and to be with him for all eternity. It's always good to keep our faith in mind. And times like that we're living in really should help us to make sure that our faith is in the right place. Now, the Bible gives us some pretty clear instructions about Christian character and difficult times. And, and one might be uh, surprised to find that it, it really continues uh, to encourage, uh, even as we come into the last of the last days, that we're to continue to adhere to the basics of Christianity. The basics of our faith are so very, very important. And sometimes we, we think that, you know, uh, and we just kind of forget about them. We must never forget about the basics. No matter what's happening in our world, good or bad, there needs to be a consistent response by Christians to keep the basics of the faith. Now, troubling times can tempt us to respond in ways that are really inappropriate for us as Christians. And certainly COVID, I don't know if you've noticed it, it certainly has put us to the test. It's really testing humanity. It's really testing Christianity to see where we're at. And unfortunately, I think we're failing in a lot of areas. As humanity and also as Christians, we're failing a lot during this time. I think a lot of us are responding just like the rest of the world. While well, God is calling us, no, you need to respond according to the scriptures. And so I want to remind you what the Bible says what our response should be, even in the face, whether the world would end or not. There are some very clear admonishments that the Apostle Peter is encouraging us to do 
that really, they're just basics. Just basics of Christianity that all Christians should be doing. And so this morning, that's what I just want to remind you of. Just a few of the basics, not all of the basics, but just to look at some of those basics of faith today that we need to bring in our lives, and especially in the days that we're living, and especially in all the things that are going on in our world, that we would be reminded of some basics. And that first basic for the Christian that is introduced here is prayer. Such a powerful, powerful tool of the Christian faith. And yet so often, especially as North Americans, we really put a low priority on this whole area of prayer. 1 Peter 4, 7 says, The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, what should you be doing? Be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Is that what's happening in the Christian church today? As you look in North America, is that what's happening? Is that what we're hearing from all the Christians and on our TV screens and on the social media? Is there a big call for prayer? No, there's not. No, we're all talking about our rights, our privileges, and all these kinds of things that we're not talking about prayer at all. Well, it's pretty clear. The Bible's telling us your response needs to be prayer. I like the NIV rendering where it says, be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. And, and again, with all that is happening and you know, jumping on all these bandwagons that are out there, we, listen, we need to be clear-minded. And the only way you're going to get clear-minded is not by watching the news or by watching social media, by getting yourself in the Word of God and by prayer. That's where you're going to get a clear mind of what you should be doing at this time. And, and even as Karen was sharing, what do we need to do? We need to be praying. We need to be seeing God that we might have a clear mind that how we can help and be reconciled one to another. This past week, a, a pastor that has been following you on Facebook Live, I don't know if he's following us again today or not, uh, but he's been sending me and texting me about uh, all the things that are going on in India and asking, you know, us to pray for them, and I've been saying, listen, you, you need to pray for us. Like, you got some great things going there, and they've been having a, a week of prayer, and uh, COVID is a lot worse there than here, and yet here they are. They're gathering together. They're seeking God. They're calling on us. They're doing what the Bible says you're supposed to do, that when you're in a troubled time, when the end of the world may be around you, what do they do? They are praying. And uh, just been awesome, awesome things. And when I got up the, this morning, um, I just did a quick look because I knew he'd be probably messaging me something. And uh, he, he's sending me these pictures. He says, Pastor, a miracle is happening. He said, uh, last night we had so many people gather for prayer. They emptied, they went, start meeting out in the streets. They had to sit outside the church because there were so many people that came for prayer. And I've been watching him all week long uh, send those pictures. I'm thinking, like, it's not just a sanctuary that's full of people in prayer, but every side room in the church was full of people praying. And now it's actually spilled out into the street that they're outside praying. People are getting saved. They had a baptismal service this morning. And they're about 12 hours uh, ahead of us. And uh, I'm just thinking, wow, how many people in Canada show up for a prayer meeting? I could tell you those numbers. We had one as we prayed for Canada. And we only had a couple of people here that bothered to come to pray for our nation. 
Then we're saying, we're concerned about what's going on in the world. Well, the Bible says there's a response. Basic response is called prayer. It's called prayer. We need to gather together for prayer. And I think for the Canadian church, even the North American church, it's a failure of the Christian church that we're not gathering for prayer. We're doing our whining. We're doing our complaining. We're complaining about our rights and we're worried about our pride and all these kinds of things, whether we're vaccinated or not vaccinated and all of our spiritual pedigrees that I'm more spiritual than you because if you believe this, then you're not spiritual, but if I believe this, I'm spiritual. We're going all this foolishness. Listen, if you're concerned about anything, listen to what the word of God says. Pray. Get on your face before God and begin to call on the name of the Lord because he's our help. If, if my people, how many times we need to hear that? If my people, got to humble yourself. There's the issue right there. Humble yourself. You need to humble yourself. Get on your knees and start seeking God because he's the answer. He's the answer to all these needs and all these situations that are happening. And uh, way to go, church in India, that you guys have been gathering together together. Uh, praying all this week, and uh, they, they've been praying for some of our folks here as well. I gave them some, you know, people. I said, could you pray for these folks? Like, we got some folks with cancer, and they, they need a miracle. And so they, yeah, we'll, we'll pray for them. And uh, God bless you. Thank you so much. See, you cannot survive as a Christian. You cannot survive in life. And certainly, you'll never survive in any end-time scenario without prayer. You just, it just won't happen. You will not make it. I can guarantee you that. If you're not praying, if you're not seeking God, forget about the end times. Forget about you know, what's going to be the mark of the beast. If you're not in a prayer, you're, you're not even close, friend. You're not even close. Prayer is a basic of our faith. And so maybe we need to ask ourselves, how are we doing in this area of prayer? Are we being disciplined? in our prayer times? Are we getting a clear mind so that we can pray effectively? Are we taking those times seriously? Or are we like so many other people? Well, because of COVID, can't do it, can't do it. And we just keep excusing ourselves from all kinds of things. Well, COVID, COVID. Listen, COVID is not an excuse for us not to pray or for us not to even gather together. The government has still given you the privilege that you still come to church. They, yes, there's restrictions. Yes, there's restrictions on numbers, but he's still giving you the opportunity to come and pray. We don't have an excuse, Fred. Stop using COVID as an excuse for our lack of spiritual hunger and fervor for the Lord. We, you need to keep seeking him. As Christians, we must pray. So basic, basic thing. And especially as we come to end time things, prayer, that's our response. Colossians 4.2 says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Proverbs 12.12, rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble. Well, we all need that one. And keep on praying. What's going to help you through this time? Prayer is going to help you through this time. It's a basic as Christians, we need to be noted as people who pray, who will be faithful to pray, praying for ourselves, praying for others. And right now, there, you know, there's so many needs that are out there. There's a lot of people fighting for their very life. Even in our own congregation, uh, people fighting with cancer. And uh, terrible, I hate cancer. We need to be praying for those with cancer. 
We need to be praying for those who are suffering from COVID. Some have been suffering mildly, which I'm glad that it's only a mild thing because there's a lot of other people in our community here that are suffering very seriously. They're in hospital. Some have already died. And, and we just keep hearing that. I was hearing that this morning of another person that passed away that didn't even know that they were sick and they're already gone. And, and so there's lots of things that we need to be as a church. We need to be storming heaven. We don't need to be out there. The world is not looking for the Christians to be you know, pointing us on social media to say, this is what you should do, or that's what you should do, or this should you be do, or, or you know, here's this conspiracy, here's that conspiracy. They need the Christians to be praying. That's what we're called to do. Our response is that we need to be praying and seeking the Lord. The world is not looking to the Christian for the social media news. They don't care. They're looking to see, are you guys going to practice what you've been preaching and talking to us about? Are you going to be praying for us and interceding on our behalf to break this COVID over our world? If God's people would start praying and gather together to pray, I believe that COVID can be broken. So we need to stop our excuses and get back to prayer. To get back to prayer and seeking the Lord. The Bible says we're to pray. We're to pray. That's our, that's our job. And I really think as North American culture, when I look at North American culture to compare it to a lot of the cultures around the world, I see God moving in just such powerful ways. And, and I kind of look at, well, it's because the North American culture, we're not praying like the other cultures. Like this group here from India. Every day, every day, they were gathering together to pray every day. Their house was full, spilling out into the streets. What do you think that would say to our community if all of a sudden they saw our church and that the parking lot started getting full of people that were praying and crying out to God to say, God, we, we need you to intervene in all this COVID? I think that, that would have sounded a whole lot better than what we're posting on social media, that we would pray, pray. God is calling us to pray. It's a basic. It's, ba it's what Christians are supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be praying for one another. We're supposed to be seeking God, calling on his name during these times. And then a second basic, and I'm just going to end here with the two points. Uh, a second basic here in, T in Peter's text is to love. Love one another. Again, it is a huge basic of Christianity, we're to love one another. As Karen was sharing, you know, I hope it made you feel uncomfortable because you know what? We are called as Christians to love one another. And God considers our indigenous people lovely people. And if God considers them lovely people, then we better as Christians consider them as lovely people. That was an experience I had when I was praying for them, and uh, I was praying when the, the Kamloops thing happened, and I just found myself calling out to God and praying on behalf of them, and I was kind of going through my mind like, oh, you know, do I refer to them as our, our native people, our First Nations, our indigenous people? And I just felt a rebuke from the Lord and just said, listen, when you address them, you will address them as my people. Whew. Okay, God, I, I got it. They're your people. And we need to lift them up as God's people. 
They're God's people. Christian people, where are we supposed to? We're supposed to be praying for them. We really are. It says, most important of all, 1 Peter 4a, continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sins. What's the answer to cover all these sins that have been committed uh, you know, in all of our cultures? Love. Love will cover a multitude of sins. I can remember we were doing, I think it was our first healing ride that we opened up our church to them. And a gentleman came in. He was one of the leaders. And I said, welcome. And he got all teary-eyed. And I said, like, what did I say wrong? Did I miss something? And, and he said, you know, he said, in all my life, no one from St. Paul ever told me that I was welcome here. I was just like, what? And I couldn't believe that. I think something so simple, the same welcome, and if I broke touch your heart, love, love on one another. You know, this is a powerful scripture because it says, above all else, show love to each other. That's a basic of our Christian faith. Above all else, so all the crap that is going on right now and all that stuff, Above all of it, we're called to love people. That's what we're called to do. Love one another. Show that you really care. Show that you really love. You know, love is to be sincere, not fake. You know, we're called to, as Christians to show love to one another. And, and, you know, with all the differences of opinions and all the stuff that's going on right now, it's like kind of crazy out there. Let me tell you, the Bible says there's an appropriate response for you. Love them. Love them. Whether you're a vaxxer or you're not a vax, an anti-vaxxer here, to love them. Whether you think COVID's real or you don't think it is, you're still to love them. Our indigenous people, and whether you understand all that's going on or not, it doesn't matter. You need to love them. That's what God is calling us to do. Love conquers all. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love forgives and makes a way for people to reconcile, which is really the message that God has called us to do. We're to be messengers of reconciliation. Who is to be that? The church is. We, as Christians, we're supposed to be the messengers of reconciliation. And I think that's so important. I recognize that, you know, God's love has been misrepresented from Christians, you know, from time to time. It, it does happen. It's happened in our past, and it's, you know, it's happening today, and that needs to stop. You know, even as uh, this COVID thing is going on, let me tell you, there's a lot of misrepresentation of the Christian faith right now. Not good. There's a lot of people saying, how come them Christians are leaving this way or that way? I get that asked a lot by uh, unbelievers. And friends, we need to get back to the place, love one another. Love one another. Bible says, 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wrong. It doesn't rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. And that's the kind of love as Christians we're supposed to be noted for. Love that builds up rather than tears down. Love that respects 
and holds others up. You know, I don't want to be that Christian that God's going to say when I stand before him that all you were was nothing but a clanging cymbal or a noisy gong. All you were, you just made a whole bunch of noise and did nothing. I don't want to be that kind of a Christian. I don't want to be that kind of Christian. I think we need to ask the Lord, help us, Lord. I want to love the way you love. And I realize to do that, I need his help. Because I have opinions, I have thoughts too. And we need to submit those to God that we might love in his way. May we examine ourselves. May we look at our words. May we look at our actions. And may we see, does it line up with what the word of God says? Are we allowing ourselves, on the other hand, to be carried away with our personal preferences, our rights, and our opinions? Let me tell you something. The world isn't impressed with Christians and their opinions or all their rights and thoughts that they're, you know, they're out there. What they're looking for, where's the love? Where's the love? Are not Christians called to love? And that's what we are. We are called to love. We're called to love. We should be known for our love, uh, not just for our, ourselves, but for our world. And to love, it's a commission by Christ himself. It's a must. It's a commandment from God to us. John 13, 34, 35. So, so it says, so now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. There's the key. It's a basic of our Christian faith. Our love is supposed to speak to the world, to tell the world that, you know what, this is what's real. This is what's real. The Christian faith is being really displayed properly now because Christians are doing what they've been called to do and commissioned to do, which is love one another. And we need to get back to that, that priority of love. Because it's what the world's waiting for. Then we have a couple more points I was going to go into. We won't go there, but basically the other points would have been the basic of serving. Serving one another. Instead of wanting to be served, to go the extra mile and serve others. And the other last point was going to be about the glory. The glory goes to God, not to us. Sometimes we get confused and we bring the glory to ourselves, lift ourselves up, and God says, no, he's to be lifted up. He's the one that needs to be lifted up. And so this morning, we are in trying times, frustrating times. There is so much going on in our world. But you know, as Christians, we need to be reminded of the basics. Get back to basics. Prayer. It's a basic of our faith. We as North Americans have really thrown that kind of out the door. We'll, we'll look at everything else, how to build a church and grow a church, and we just throw out the door that, oh, prayer, well, no, well, people just don't gather for that anyway, so don't bother doing it. No, we need to pray. That's what we're called to do. And most importantly, love. Love. We need to remind ourselves that that's what we're called to do. Love one another. Let's start loving on one another. Let's not stop this bickering and picking on people, saying things about people. Let's start loving one another because that's a basic of our Christian faith. The world is looking for us to lead the way. 
That's how we'll lead the way as we start to show them with prayer and with love and by serving and by making sure the glory goes to him. Father God, I thank you this morning because you're a good God. Lord, I, I thank you. You don't treat us as our own sins deserve because, Lord, we often stand before you that we failed, we messed up, we said things we shouldn't have said, we've done things we shouldn't have done, and, Lord, as we come to you, you are so gracious and you will grant us that forgiveness as we repent. But, Lord, we want to be those Christians that the world is really looking for. Lord, right now we're giving a, a conflicting message out there. We're not being together as Christians. We're giving so many different messages. And, Lord, our message needs to be love. Love on one another. Pray for one another. Intercede for one another. Serve one another. And so, God, I, I pray that you would help us as a church that we would do a better job in praying for one another. That, Lord, we'd really rise up to that challenge that we see in so many other parts of the world where people, they seem to really know how to pray much better than what we do. Well, Father, help us. We pray for that burden of prayer. That, Lord, that we would be touching our hearts so much that, Lord, we'll start putting more and more time aside that we might pray and that we might seek your face, that we might be clear-minded, hear from God, and, Lord, that we might walk that road straight and narrow. And I pray, God, for love. Help us to love. Lord, I know that everyone in this room has been offended, has been hurt, has gone through probably very hard circumstances, Father, we know that our indigenous people have gone through some very, very difficult history and trauma, Lord, goes from generation to generation and will keep going from generation to generation until it gets healed. And so, Lord, we pray, help us to love because love conquers all. Love covers a multitude of sins and mistakes and failures God, help us to love one another. Help us to love one another as Christians. Help us to love one another in our community, Lord. Help us, Lord, to pray for our community, Lord. When we see so many people that are sick and dying, Lord, from various diseases, including COVID, there's just too many people that are passing away. There's just too many people who are sick and not well. And, Lord, you call us as a church, as your people, we're to pray. Prayer will make the difference. Prayer will change and turn the tide. Prayer will do it. Prayer will do it. Love will do it. Serving will do it. The, giving the glory to God will do it. And so, God, I pray, help us to do those things. We thank you for a reminder today, Father, of our indigenous people. We are thankful, Lord. We need that reminder because, Lord, they are special in your sight. And you call us to pray for them. But Lord, you're also reminding us in Karen's own words about all people. Everybody is a child of God. Everybody is special. Everybody is loved by God. And so Lord, help us to be showing that. Help us to start loving on people. And Lord, for people that maybe we have a hard time with, God, would you just Give us a new grace 
that, Lord, might, that we might be able to extend love to those people that maybe to us seem unlovable. Give us a new grace that we might love one another. And so, Father, I just pray these blessings here this morning. We thank you, Lord, for your people. We thank you for all those that are joining us online, everyone that has come here. Stir our hearts, Lord. We want to be stirred. God, we, we want to see our, our nation changed. We want to see our world changed. Lord, we want to see all this uh, uh, sickness that has touched our world to go. We want to see people come to a real and genuine faith in Jesus Christ. So, Lord, help us to be those messengers. Help us to be those people that are going to pray, that are going to love, that are going to serve, that are going to give the glory to you, God. So I just bless your people here today, and we thank you for each one today. In Jesus' name, amen.